Alright, welcome to How to Art. Who are we to say how to art? I don't know, but we're gonna try. Sebastian, what do, what do we got? What do we got for people this episode? Well, um, we have three uh, reviews of uh, some albums that came out. I would say late last year. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. Do I want to announce all of them right away, or should we? I don't know. We, we kind of we're kind of feeling it out, so I don't know. We can we can go one by one. For those of you who uh, didn't see the old episodes, we would always do like a larger major artist slash major label release, uh, and then something mid range, which was a little less defined. But uh, I think we had some kind of tens of some some amount of tens of thousands of. Uh, Spotify listeners or something we put it at and then a smaller artist um, who had maybe done a little independent project and we're still like kind of along those lines with these so we've tried to have three different uh, or artists with three different size presences to to start out what do you think uh, do we want to start with the biggest or start with the smallest in terms of streaming numbers this time I think we should start with the the smallest maybe start with the smallest um, sure yeah I, I think we did the opposite on on our previous um right like podcast but i think we should go the other way around at least this time yeah all right let's 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 do that uh who's on first well that's the thing i actually don't know uh between um it's, it's uh, uh luke titus is that is correct I believe yeah, he was the smaller of the of the two. Okay, I actually forgot to check that one since yeah. I basically didn't like separate between. Um, I felt like like uh, Louis Culture uh. and or Louis Culture. No, I think you say it, Louis Culture. <laughs> yeah, oh. and, and and Luke Titus. I feel like they're on a, on a similar yeah. level. Yeah, the I'm difference sure. between for those of you guys, I think uh, one artist who. Luke Titus here that we're going to talk about his project first. 5,935 monthly listeners on Spotify. That's close to... That's basically what, what I have right now. Um, and the... What was it? Louis? Or Louis? Culture. Culture. He has... Uh, we should probably find out which it is. Uh, I think it's Louis, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Louis Culture is in somewhere around 30,000, something around there. And the oh, difference okay. between those is is very small in terms of in terms of music presence because that's one song getting added to a playlist potentially or you know things things can fluctuate a lot so um yeah yeah but i i like uh digging into some some smaller artists a little bit yeah and i mean they're not exactly what i would call small artists i mean the numbers say that they are but i mean like i've I found them. Just I just went and grabbed some soup, by the way. So uh, I'll just be the comic relief. I'm just having a bit of soup here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, how to how to soup? Uh, anyway, um, so so basically, like I I found his music. I don't even know how, but it, yeah. Um, Sebastian's our talent like, scout, so. He's the one that sent me these uh, projects for listening this yeah, week. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, like, in, in this case, it's actually, like, not even 
that sort of like small Reddit artist mm-hmm. or whatever, because because uh, he has like collaborated with some pretty oh, like burgers. mid at least like mid level well known artists and some people that are on the come up basically. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, so uh, Luke Titus, he's from what I could found like he's 24 years old. He's from Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, Illinois, and mm-hmm. um, well, I found out that apparently he uh, drum. He was a stage drummer for Blue Man Group when he was 15. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting bit of trivia. Yeah, um, and he's been like he's ma- apparently mainly a drummer, okay. but he plays every or at least almost every instrument on the album, uh, including the the vocals. Okay. Um, so, like, I don't know. Where should we start with this? Um, well, I feel like I'm... No, that's all right. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, album, Plasma, um, I think one place we could start, which is a pretty pretty interesting place with, um, with, the, with, with this type of artist, is people out there who might uh, think about listening to this what are they in for genre-wise on a project like this? Yeah. Because, <laughs> because um, it, it's it got a, a little bit of a lot of things, sound-wise, yep. on this. For sure. I mean, like, I can hear him mixing, like, sort of, like, this jazzy R&B, soul, hip-hop, mm-hmm. but almost, like, indie, indie pop vibe as well, some sort of, like, synth-pop. Yeah, like and the the tempo as well of some of some of the tracks they come in with these high tempo drum breaks and things that you would expect of more electronic music from time to time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, some almost like drum and bass mm-hmm. break beats type of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, um, I thought it was a vi- like a very interesting sound. That's why I wanted to cover this because it's. Um, it's definitely something that I haven't really heard before. Yeah, um, I had that same and, thought when I was listening. And like, I mean, I could hear parallels to other artists, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like, yeah, I've heard this so many times before. Um, definitely not generic, almost on the opposite side where it's almost like, I found myself like thinking, come on, dude, scale it down just a little bit. Can you? play like a normal normal drum beat for just a couple of seconds uh-huh. before you start before you start doing all these like insane fills and uh, uh, drum beats basically. it's definitely a project that doesn't let you for for maybe some people like this maybe some people don't but it's definitely a project that doesn't let you settle too much in any one place or mood for too long um, the, the over, it's interesting, right as I say that, I think when I say mood, I'm thinking about the overall, uh, project. I don't think I had a lot of like fluctuation from, from track to track and how I felt or how my kind of emotions were, were directed by the music, but within each individual track actually was a lot of variation. You would have these, um, spacey vocals that were very soulful for a, a short moment and then you'd be hit with this like we talked about drum and bass 
uh, type thing, and and then you'd come out to another type of instrumental altogether. Um, and so I don't know. I think maybe I'm a little more basic in my taste, and I wanted to like settle in a sound for a few more bars than I got to usually. Um, yeah. So that I might agree with, but there there's probably the other side of the spectrum where maybe people would enjoy how much more varied uh, this one was. Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, it's like, I, I can almost tell that this is like a, what do you want? Like he's a musician's musician. Like yeah. it's definitely something that requires you to be, it doesn't require you to be interested in like music as a, what do you want to say? Like the actual musicianship and not just listening for the vibe, but actually right. listening to like the way he plays his instruments, the way he chooses his chords, the way I would like chord progressions. Um, so I, I, I think that a lot of people will find it a bit um, challenging to listen to, but mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, but it's still like, it's still catchy. It still has a lot of like very like pretty moments that I think most people would be able to appreciate or at least see yeah. the, the, the skill behind it um but it's it's definitely um a required taste and yeah. it, it it's a bit weird and a bit too i would say like almost like maximalist like it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah it it, it the just opposite has of a minimalist a album yeah yeah but absolutely yeah. like it uh but i i really liked a few of the tracks um yeah what do you got for standouts um I've written down that I liked uh, Retrograde, Mysticals, I'll Be Here, and I've Tried. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like, especially Mysticals and I'll Be Here and I've Tried were like the main standouts for me. Um, especially like, because I've Tried, it's like this very beautiful mellow track and it sounds like something that you could... Like I could picture hearing it at a almost like at a school dance in the fifties, sixties. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's sort of like this ballad has this sort of like uh, slow dance vibe almost, mm -hmm. uh, and it's like falsetto. He has like this very beautiful like falsetto, like a very airy falsetto. That's uh, showcased that in that this... one for sure. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know as well, um, who might listen to this or watch this later we're streaming this uh live on twitch at twitch.tv slash music where i do some other streams um and i've just put in the chat right now uh the current project that we're doing and i'll do that as we go along uh we may kind of jump away uh depending on what's going on if someone has questions in the chat or something like that so it's always a balance with these recorded episodes as i don't want to interject too much as we go through our um kind of our format but also want to make sure it is it is live so it's good to engage as well so if anything is out of place or we're answering a question you can't see that's probably what is going on your tracks that you is interesting with the standouts i had a lot like i said there were a lot of tracks on this that had moments I I liked and I think because of that there were a lot that I could have tagged as songs I liked and written down that those were ones I enjoyed um I out of I was when you said though uh, what your favorites were the only one that I had I tried to keep it to three four five max on these listens um was um was mysticals so i had i had 
pointed out that one as well. But I also had uh, Gold and Today, um, and then um, Bruxelles, or Bruxelles, the interlude near the end. One interesting thing is uh, both of those feature um, guest artists. So those are two of the three that have other people on this project. I don't know. I even clicked on them. I didn't. One of them didn't have any other music up. That's um, or no, sorry. This was uh, this was another. Oh, this is on the other the other project. I was thinking they're they're very varied in this one. So Kari or Quarry here, you know, twenty four thousand listeners. Uh, whereas someone like Raven Linnae, you mentioned him working with bigger artists. So she's almost yeah. at seven hundred thousand. Um, yep, she's definitely on the on the come up apparently. Yeah, like she's. Um, like a, but like I kind of liked, I kind of liked, uh, maybe it's kind of interesting. And we talk about there being a lot of, a lot of variation at the same time. It is within one man's, you know, style or, or wheelhouse as an artist. So maybe I like those, uh, I don't know, little, little moments of, I'm also partial to, um, you know, a little music that's a little more vocal or has more going on lyrically. So it might have been to have another voice that jumps out is nice sometimes in, in something like this. Or it's something you can latch on to when there's so much noise happening. Um, so that may have been why those were, were ones that I gravitated toward. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's also worth mentioning that that I think it's pretty interesting because you and I, we have kind of different tastes in music mm. but it's sort of has still has this overlap yeah. where we can still, still enjoy this many of the same artists but right. maybe we find like different things within them like within their songs that we actually enjoy right. most so i feel like that's that's definitely good to know that we like it's one of the reasons why we might disagree on the yeah on the best tracks I can also recommend, by the way, uh, Sen Morimoto, who's like uh, featured on the first track. Yeah, Air. he's a very good, like interesting artist as well. I'll follow uh, him. Listen to his. Yeah. Listen to his solo tracks. Yeah, I liked it. The air was interesting. This this intro as well because it, um, I don't know that kind of that kind of. I don't I don't know how to articulate it that well, which is bad for a podcast but it sets it does set the the mood kind of early that you're getting this eclectic project because it sounds very much i want to say for the um i'd have to listen again but for the first 30 seconds or or whatever there's some some dialogue and things and it sounds kind of like what you'd expect from a standard like intro track on an album maybe they've used a, a sample from a, a a talk or a movie or something like that and they've got some slow sweeps and things going on uh behind it and then it quickly changes up much in the way that the tracks continue to do on the rest of the the project so i did enjoy that one too even if i hadn't picked it out as yeah i'm actually not sure though what sen Morimoto is actually doing on that track because like he's a from what i've gathered he's a rapper mm-hmm. um maybe he's a producer and i, I don't know okay. but um, but I don't know because there are no vocals on that track, right? And I don't think so outside of the like sampled speech or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, he's definitely worth, uh, listening to. Um, but anyway, the chat says never heard of these. This is cool. Well, yeah, well, that's just us. 
But anyway, so I, I would say that like I I enjoy this album. I thought it was interesting. I'm not sure like it's it can be exhausting to listen to sometimes. Yeah. Like and and I just feel like like his he's a very like versatile artist. Like he has he can pull off many different styles, but I also feel like his versatility is also one of his like greatest weaknesses as well. Cause it feels like you're listening to like this very disjointed like playlist or mixtape. Right. That like even if it has like a consistent production value, it yeah. just like differs too much in sound. And it's like you said, especially within a song. Uh right. it just jumps all over the place. And as soon as you feel like you're getting into the groove, it just changes around and he starts doing some really like technical uh right. like almost like math rock guitar yeah, like tapping and compare it to and and i don't know I, I feel like when you find a mood that you really like on this you you get 10 or 20 seconds of it yeah. <laughs> max <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah exactly and i just feel like he's sh- like he should try for his next album to just dial it down just a little bit. Maybe he can be exactly as technical, but just like have some more like slower, like regular time signatures and not like not try to be as technical. Uh, when it comes to, like the are you telling parts. are you telling this man how to art? Yep. <laughs> telling him how to art. I think yeah, I think he could uh, have just as much variation and uh showcase the skill that he has with like, a little bit like we've touched on varying letting these moods vary more from track to track rather than within tracks or having you know having a couple of tracks on a project that are that schizophrenic and jumping from thing to thing in it, you know, to, to deliver that kind of style. But I think having that on every track, yeah, like you say, it was a little, it was a little tiring sometimes. Um, what you, what you give this one, uh, out of, out of 10, if we were to hit it with a rating. Honestly, this is tough, but I'm leaning like 6.5 to 7 out of 10 still. Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably say 6.5 because it's not 100% like my style. Yeah. But if I would judge it solely on the, uh, the musicianship, I would probably Mm -hmm. give it a nine, but like for like my enjoyment, what, what I like Mm -hmm. and just a general thing, I would would say six and a half out of 10, but it's almost a a week seven. I would try and give my, for this, because it's always in the different ways when you talk about to rate things, are you doing it? When we talked about before, even when we would uh, look at very small projects of are we doing this within the context of this is a very small one-man operation, are we, you know, the first project or something on, and then other artists are we looking at, as you say, uh, is this, um, you know, on the technical ability or the production or the clarity and the mixing and things, or is it just kind of enjoyment as a listener? I'm going to try for this uh, episode at least and probably going forward just because that's how I am for my scores anyways to give people context. Uh, I will be talking from a purely listenership enjoyment uh, standpoint. And so we'll comment like I will comment on the things I find maybe more technically or, or musically impressive. But at the end of the day, this for me is um you know this this is a, a, a 
a five to a six max for me because uh, it's just not something I could I could listen to that much. And despite even these tracks that I like the most, they're probably not tracks that I would want to come on shuffle that often in my library compared to others. I'm just not going to get those, you know, two to four minutes of uh, enjoyment that I want from from listening to a song, I guess. Uh, so for me, I'd say uh, five, uh, five and a half is where I'd where I'd settle with it. Uh, Gonky says, wow, this album is kind of nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it is. If you're, if you're listening along or, or checking it out. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, cause for me, it's like, I definitely, I would still recommend people checking it out. I feel like if, if I, if I were rated at like five or five and a half, that would mean basically, nah, this is average. Don't check it mm-hmm. out. I still feel like this has enough value that you should listen to it. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't like it. Maybe you won't pick it up again. But right. I still feel like everybody should, or not everybody, but a lot of people should still check it out and see if they find something they enjoy because it it's an interesting album, even if it doesn't always pull pull it off. Like yeah. the thing it tries to pull off, it doesn't always work, but it's still, it's still interesting. Fair enough. You guys may... Uh... Let's see, Gonky says, uh, I'll check it out more. Interesting. You guys may uh, disagree with me or or with both of us when you listen to it. Um, let us know what you think, but that was uh, Luke Titus with Plasma for the, the first project. And next, what do we got, Sebastian? I'm going to type it in the chat. Will you tell him on the mic? Yes, we got Lewis Culture. Um, and the album... I- is called Smile Sound System, or it's it's more of an EP, but it's, yeah. Yep. Bam. All right. But it, that's what we got next. Uh, yeah. To give some context for the the size of this project, um, artist page Lewis Culture has around thirty three thirty four thousand monthly listeners on on Spotify. Uh, if we look at Smile Sound System. Um, there are tracks, uh, or one track, 175,000 plays about, and then a lot of others in the low to mid tens, uh, 10 to 50,000 streams. So there's someone that, I mean, there's definitely a, you know, when you're putting out a project as well, even if it's, this is seven tracks, um, it is in 2020, 2021 now, it is not... You, you you have to have a following to have your uh, your songs down the list of a project getting uh, several thousand to tens of thousands and upwards streams. Uh, you can't do that and just have one song on a playlist that does well. People aren't going to dive that deep into the discography because they like one song on Discover Weekly usually. And um, so uh, so this is someone who definitely has a has a a growing following. And um, yeah, smile sound system seven seven track project. Yep. Uh, um, what do we want to talk about first on this one? I don't know. I feel like I, I could mention that he's from uh, he's from London apparently, mm-hmm. South London. Uh, I think he's like twenty two or twenty three years old, so he's still like pretty young. Mm-hmm. And and I think he has uh, like an interesting future ahead of him. Or like I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing. Yeah. Um, 
what he can pull off. Because um, I, I just love the the combination of like different styles that he's like pulling together into like a mm-hmm. into a sound. Because uh, it it's like it's very rooted in uh, like UK electronic music, like yeah. like garage. I mean garage. Sorry, if we're talking with <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. UK folk. Uh, and sort of like two step, and and it, it mixes that with like hip hop and uh, and just and he does some some rapping on top of that, and it, it's it's difficult to actually pinpoint it and call it hip hop or calling it right uh, gar- garage because mm-hmm. it, it's it just transcends like the genre uh, genres basically. Yeah, when um, when you. Uh suggested this as one of the the projects much like plasma the first project we just talked about um i went into i went into both of those blind as far as genre expectations um and uh so so that was that was kind of kind of cool i think um this this fusion was a little more listenable for me um, when we talked about what we were were thinking before uh, with the previous project, I really liked, and it did take me a little bit to to f- to figure out when I was listening to the the first opening track or two of uh, some of the sounds that were going to be either be in it and how much of of the hip hop is going to be featured on these verses and stuff, and and that probably um, you know influenced some of the tracks that I liked. Probably had a little more of. Uh, of actual verses to them, um, but I liked a, a lot of the a lot of the sounds on this one, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely like if you're used to like more like American hip hop and and trap, it, it's definitely like a like a different beast compared to that because mm-hmm. it's it's just. Um, I mean, it's it's more about atmosphere and vibe. I mean, sure, like. Uh, there are so many different types of hip hop coming out from the U.S. and everywhere else, basically. So uh, that might be too broad of a like too much of a like blanket statement, but I I still feel like it's it's rooted in like electronic music in the way that it's it's more like it tries it tries to pull you in with like more of a hypnotic atmosphere. It's a lot of like repetition in the beats, and it's mm. more it's it's more of like um, I don't want to say it like it's more um but it's it's basically more about the atmosphere. Um, yeah. I think that's good as well. I was going to say uh it's more of a yeah, atmospheric and I was trying to think of a way to uh you know in, you in some of the songs induce kind of a, a bit of a listener trance without being trance the genre is what I was kind of uh, yeah. getting at necessarily, but, um, but yeah, I enjoy, it. I, I actually had one of my, just, I'll go through, we can switch order and I'll go through first the co- couple of tracks that I had, had picked out. Um, but, uh, I, I actually, I like the, the opening track for state being me, um, for, I think like we talked about earlier, having some more lyrics, um, 21 was interesting to me because I was like, is this like a, a 
play on the 21 thing, but also he was 21 when he wrote it or something or what? Because there is like that 21, 21, 21, like chat in it. So it was just kind of interesting. I don't know if I'd actually say that was a, was a favorite, but I just, I don't know, maybe smile a bit. Um, and I'd, I'd pick those ones out, but I liked other things on the project as well. Um, the chorus of Britannia reminded me a lot, the, the shouts and that, of, um, of like, I don't know, something that could be uh, like a Watsky song or an interlude in a, in a Watsky thing, those like shouts, um, which, you know, I'm a, a fan of him. And so, uh, and he has, has a song called Yes, Britannia, but it's completely musically different. Um, but so I, I enjoyed some, some things like that. I think this, uh, probably some tracks like that, the Britannia chorus 21 and I only had time to listen once, but this is the project that I will listen to more than once. Like I will definitely listen to this one again out of the three today. It was definitely the one that I would pick out to do that with. And, um, uh, and I think a lot of that too, when I talk about these tracks, there's particular moments that, that stood out that elicited something, whether it was a kind of a calm, like, wow, that's a, that's a really cool full sound that's going on in the background, or it's, uh, I smiled because of the 21 thing, or the shout sounds a little bit raw. It's not perfect, but I kind of liked that it was off a little bit out. So there were, I had some, some standout moments, I think on this, that, and that to me says that there's interesting things happening at different places on the project. Pause for yeah. soup. <laughs> so did you, did you have any more thoughts about it or do you want me to uh, uh, jump go, in with something? go ahead and jump in with what you're, yeah, I was trying to give you the soup cue. I was going to take a, okay. a bite of soup and then you hit us with your tracks. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so the tracks that I chose are actually, it's kind of funny because once again, it's basically the tracks that you didn't choose. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the tracks that I liked the most on this were part two and Hannah says, says hi. Because mm -hmm. um, I just really liked the, like, the instrumentals of those. They were more like in line with what I listen to sometimes. It, I, I just really enjoy like the, um, it, it just sounds so... I, so British, basically. It just sounds mm -hmm. like like British dance music, and it just has like this really. It, it's difficult to explain it, but it's sort of like this intangible feeling where it's it kind of like just takes you there, uh, just by the pure sound of it, like the, uh, the sonic quality of the music. Uh, I don't know if you get what I mean. Do you get when when those kind of moments? Do you ever get like feel like this could be in a like a British show or like a British like netflix show this could be the soundtrack to some like dance or like i don't know coming of age scene or like some i don't know like some, absolutely some, sometimes I, I, I got that <clears throat> yeah yeah not so much for this project but mm. but i i do know what you mean and yes sometimes absolutely but um um anyway i just really like it because like a lot of uh, like british music just has sort of like this more um i don't know the vibe is a bit more I would say a bit more dark. Like it's it's more mm. gray and rainy, and I feel like that's probably appropriate with the. It's uh, more London. <laughs> yeah, um, and it just sort of like it, it's very um, very noticeable, like in this project that uh, that he's from uh, from the UK. Like even if you like 
don't hear his accent. Like even if you would remove like his actual rap rapping on the like on the album, it would still be pretty obvious that this was a British artist. Um, and I feel like that's definitely interesting. Um, one of the I was gonna say the the last couple of years, one of my favorite albums was. Um, Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell, which I don't even listen to that much uh, Lana Del Rey. I've never been one to listen through her albums. But the reason I bring it up is because the word that comes to mind when when you're talking about this is soundscape. Uh, And that you can... The the project, the the sound of the music overall puts you in... for, For Lana Del Rey, it's this like Americana alternate reality type thing like i don't know golden era there's there's something to it that makes you feel throughout the project you can kind of imagine it's this amorphous thing of a a background a setting uh, wherever you're in and i think uh, i get some of the same from from this project and what you're kind of describing in in general with music that has that a little bit darker sound is is a soundscape that project presents yeah, and, and I just feel like a lot of UK artists have that um, sort of soundscape that mm-hmm. you're talking about, like without even, uh, like, I don't think it's uh, something that they choose, like, this is going to sound British. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like, it's just a reflection of, like, like what it's like there, like the weather, like it's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, sure, it doesn't always rain, but I mean, there's there's still... It's a, it's a, like, there's a high some, chance. There's a high chance yeah. of rain. Yeah, so I mean, like, I think it's it, it definitely um, shows in the sound that, um, well, in the soundscape. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know, like, I would say that the weak points on this album mm-hmm. for me was the the lyrics, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. I, I just read through them, like, a few times, and they just did not... Um, match up for me with like the general like vibe of the of the album uh, mm-hmm. i just felt like it was um kind of kind of basic at times and sort of like um like if you just view the lyrics or the like his words as another like rhythmic element that that's mm-hmm. supposed to drag you into the music then absolutely it's then it, it works does its that. job mm-hmm. but it, but it just doesn't evoke anything like emotional within me. And it's very, I don't know, like it seemed a bit, I don't want to say shallow, but it, it lacked a bit of depth to me. Yeah, That would be shallow. Yes, yeah, <laughs> true, true, true. true. The, the actual definition. Yeah, of it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, yeah. I got you. Um, that's something I didn't, I, like I said, I liked some of the, the songs with more of a lyrical presence, and so I didn't actually notice that. But as I said, um, or I, you know, I didn't go and read through them, so maybe as I have more listens, I will come to that conclusion as well. But um, should we should we hit this one with a score? I can go first. Oh, go ahead. Do you have something else? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say like um, some of the lyrics are like. Um, the the hood in me can let it go. The hood in me thinks about my bros. The hood in me said, "Don't trust hoes." The man in me Bars. said, "Keep your head screwed on." I, I, I don't know. You, you, you get what I mean. Like it, 
it's it's not exactly um, big brain uh, bars. No, I get what you're saying. Exactly. I get what you're and saying. sure, th- those are probably uh, not maybe representative of the entire project, but mm. it's definitely sort of what what you can expect. I mean, listen, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. As a rapper, bros and hoes is not a rhyme I I actively strive to include. It's a little overdone, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, this project, I would give, um, let's say seven, seven point, seven point five is where I would uh, would sit with it. As I said, I would definitely more inclined to listen to this uh, again. Yeah. And I actually scored it a seven as well, and it's a strong seven. So I mean, I could see myself going seven point five with more listens. So yeah. Um, so we kind of agree on the on the general uh, quality of the album, anyway. Yeah, so Seven in the Twitch chat, Scoos uh, says this album is a vibe. We'll give it a proper listen later. Uh, yeah, I think we could both recommend that you that you do that, at least listen through and, and see what you think of it. I'll I'll be putting some, some more listens into it, which I think is a good sign for me. Yeah, okay, so you got the question in the chat uh, what we rated the first album, and I think I said a six and a half, did I not? Yeah, and I had a five and a half, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, excuse wrote answer later. We just gonna gloss over that and answer it now. Um. Oh, yeah, I did not see the answer later part. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, you know we're doing we're doing them live though. You know, might as well might as well have some interaction. Um, cool. Now the the uh, final project we're gonna oh, yeah. take a look at is something special. In my opinion, not special as in. Uh, iconically great music but special in the way that kids use it as an insult in middle school but um we'll see what we'll see what how we break it down here yeah all right what do we got sebastian let them know i'm gonna type this one out in the chat okay so the last album that we have to discuss is playboy cardi um whole lot of red um that just came out uh in Basically, I think uh, Christmas Day. Uh, okay. So it's just about two weeks old. Um, Chat says short bus special. <laughs> that's that's what I was getting at. Uh, all right. <clears throat> this is yeah, whole lot of red. Playboy Cardi. Where to start with this? Yeah, where to start? Because it's it's definitely uh, difficult to um, to explain the whole thing. Because there is sort of like a backstory to this. Um, okay. I don't think this was the album that um, that he was planning on releasing at first. Because uh, then he decided this, uh, this... there weren't enough migraines in 2020, so we need to release this one. <laughs> Yeah, but because anyway, because in 2019, mm-hmm. like uh, I think like 40 tracks got leaked somehow. 40, okay. Uh, yeah, 40 tracks uh, leaked that were supposed to be on the album called Whole Lot of Red. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and none of those tracks are on the actual album um so that's <laughs> worth a mention um so i think that it was that just, just because that it, of the leaks like you didn't want to include stuff people had already heard or i i don't think he ever actually like specifically said that but mm -hmm. i think that's the general yeah. consensus that it was mm -hmm. what happened um but anyway those leaks were without like spoiling the score mm -hmm. or anything like the leaks were better like no, okay. no matter like what what you think about him i, I yeah thought they were better um mm -hmm. and this album is supposedly two years in the making and that uh, i don't know i don't see that Mm -hmm. happening I, like <laughs> if this album took two years to make i, I don't i don't know like I'd, bro it's a whole lot no. of ad libs to record imagine how many yeah. times you gotta go through each track yeah, see <laughs> yeah and, but i also heard that he finished or like he actually started the album from scratch like late last year as well mm -hmm. i'm not sure like if, <laughs> which yeah but um so and that seems more plausible based on the actual uh, sound of the album. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but So it's a shame that with um, copyright stuff, we can't play some samples for people right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love how this is the first time that comes up. Not with the two superior projects. Let's showcase a smaller artist and something good they've done. But now we're on Playboy Cardi and I say, there's one track that is so bad. <laughs> I, want, I want you guys to hear it. Uh, okay, when we er, first of all, earlier when, when uh, Sebastian and I did a quick call before this and... Um, you you mentioned the track Jump Out the House. Yeah. The, and I said that one actually gave me a headache listening to. It yeah. literally Jump out the house, jump out the house, jump out the house. Whatever the Jump out the house, jump out the house. Oh my yeah. god, it is the whole time. Oh, just a casual 24 yeah. tracks. <laughs> Chat says, yeah, exactly. Oh, some unnecessary yeah. bloat to the album, I think, regardless of uh, if you're a fan or not. I think that it, we didn't really need 24 tracks on this. But. No, that's absolutely like it's, it's I feel like it's a terrible. Like, I understand like it's it's the streaming era, like yeah. the streaming age. You have to um, put as many tracks as possible on there. But I feel like, ugh, come on, if, if the tracks are like good if you really want people to hear it put out several releases instead mm. uh just um i i, I miss hearing like album okay i shouldn't say miss because there are still mm. artists doing this but i miss when uh, most artists did albums that were just like a bit more cohesive and a bit more yeah. um like an actual album experience right. not just like here are 24 Here is an album worth or more of tracks not necessarily there's a concept to the album yeah that, and i'm yeah and i mean a concept doesn't have to be uh like a specific like lyrical concept mm -hmm. or anything that the album should be about but it should be it should still feel like uh like a work like a solid work of art like together yeah. it should be yeah. like uh yeah you know what i mean like yeah. uh i know what you mean um, highlights for me, 
on this project were um, both of the places where someone actually attempted to, to rap a little bit. There's a Kid Cudi feature on Metamorphosis. I don't know if that's even spelled right. Uh, there's Goat. There's um, Kanye did, was on uh, Go To The Moon, the second track. Um, interesting enough, uh, that was fine, but it's only two minutes long. And um, my guess is that maybe Kanye did some production on that one as well or produced it in its entirety. And it was fine, but it's not. Uh, anything special as far as what he can do um, producing wise I don't know was a little more interesting than some of the other beats but not amazing a lot of a lot of the beats on this as well which is stylistically where plenty of artists are are existing right now so I understand it but it's they're like it's literally the, the beat itself is just distorted as fuck with like a lot of like Nextel mobile phone chirps and uh, ad libs yelling at you from both ears back and forth the whole time. Um, And this is a absolutely now I don't listen to a lot of Cardi. We were talking about this. You were saying, okay, this is like, you know, as an artist, this is not a, a new thing to, to have like very ad lib heavy tracks and like a lot of the track content is yeah like the whole time um but even more than that one of the things that's that's tough for me to get to get into about this um is it, it is almost impossible for this man to say something without having to then say it a minimum of three more times if he's not said something four to 24 times, I don't think it makes it in the lyrics. I it's just the same thing. For It's like, thank God some of these tracks are only a minute and a half. Uh, because, you know, there's only so many jump out the houses you can take. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I should mention that I'm... I wouldn't call myself a like a Cardi fan. I, I feel like he's he's interesting, or like he used to be an interesting artist in the way that he sort of like like it or not, he changed hip hop, or like if you even want to call it hip hop, but uh, he changed a lot of it with his album, like his first album that came out in 2017, I think, because it made a lot of people like reevaluate what can you do like with music. Uh, since he didn't have traditional like bars, he mm-hmm. just had like ad libs that he kept on repeating and repeating, and it, it sort of became more about the um, the vibe more mm-hmm. than the actual like. Sure, other artists did that as well, but not in the same way. And I, I feel like he he definitely brought on some change with with his sound. Um, right. But this is completely different from the the first two albums that he did. Um, and like his change where he went from more like sm- like smooth vibey tracks where you can mm-hmm. still like enjoy the beats and just yeah. just nod your head along now it's just a bunch of abrasive aggressive and shouty nonsense and i mean i do like uh <laughs> noise music yeah. i do like sh- like music with screaming and shouting but this is not like he doesn't have the voice for it like mm-hmm. his voice is too squeaky 
for it to be the right kind of aggressive, basically. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like it, the lyrics are just such like nonsensical garbage because uh, <laughs> even, even when he does sound genuine, yeah. like on some tracks, <clears throat> he has like the on, on Stop Breathing. Yeah. Uh, he has like this, ever since my brother died, I've been thinking about homicide. And that, well, you sort of feel like, okay, mm. he, he cares about this. This is like uh, something mm. that happened. It's, it's, uh, it's not a great lyric by itself, but mm. it means something to him. Mm. Uh, but it, that song starts out with him saying, um, I mentioned the, the lyric to you, uh, when I take my shirt off. All the hoes stop breathing, all the, breathe, all the stop bitches breathing. stop breathing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, what? How do you start a track? Are those in the same? Yeah. It, it, but it sort of has like this very like ADHD quality where it, it just jumps from different like random sentences like back and forth. And yeah, I mean, most of it basically feels like it doesn't really mean anything. It's Does just he have something words. against the letter E? Do you know? Because they, what? Does, does he have something against the letter E? Like how how many uh, what? Uh, no, I, I. I mean, how many how many times do you need to use a three instead of an e oh, in your oh, in yeah. your song titles? Every like, what is this? Uh, okay. Also, little little bit of a little bit of a gripe here. Um, <laughs> let's break it down. No sleep is the name of a track. The entire track he literally says I go to sleep and dream about murder or something like that like I sleep and I dream about murder it's called no sleep and the the one phrase he repeats the entire time is I go to sleep and then do something damn yeah I don't know if I'm not smart enough to get it it is the concept track this is some sort of performance art I don't understand uh, but yeah I, I saw this thing about like his um, I, like I mentioned the lyric about uh, ever since my brother died I'm yeah. thinking about homicide mm -hmm. and people were like on TikTok were apparently doing like R.I.P. Uh, and his brother's name mm -hmm. but like his brother is alive uh, yeah. alive and well I think uh -huh. and like he was referring to like Just probably like crew. one of his friends yeah. and everything but like it's so like funny how people were literally like saying R.I.P. Uh, for for his brother that is just alive, and <laughs> people on Reddit were apparently saying that people were uh, really stupid for for like posting uh, content with that. But I think it's a, an easy mistake to make. Yeah. I also thought that his brother had right. Died. I mean that lyric, uh, you could you could yeah understand if it's like sounds like someone I don't know. A rapper with more to say might write that about their actual brother passing away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. But anyway, like, I don't think I mentioned it, but uh, I prefer, like, when Cardi does the more, like, melodic stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I enjoyed, well, enjoyed. I thought the best tracks were, um, uh, I don't know how you say it, Bino? Beno? Bino? Yeah, yeah, and I know that was one on his subreddit people liked. So. Yeah, Slayer, uh, Teen X, uh, Neo Neon, Control, Place, mm. uh, like all of those tracks were decent enough for me to be like, yeah, this I can I could have enjoyed this mm. if it was.
was another rapper on top of these beats. Uh, like a lot of it reminded me of more like almost these like uh, hyper pop artists or uh, sort of like, you know, Young Lean and um, Blady and all those uh, like uh, Drain Gang, Sad Boy artists. Mm. I don't know if you're that familiar with them, but um, not. Super I enjoy. I, I I enjoy that sound where it's sort mm. of like a very electronic beats that sound almost like inspired by, like, early two thousands like um, electronic music, mm. um, like dance and. I think you can hear in the in the, the synths and everything. Um, yeah. But as for a rating, um, oh, we didn't I get to my I'm, favorite tracks. Oh, I thought you... No, actually, you just said the tracks you didn't like. Um, yeah, I don't really have any favorite tracks. Um, I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> the, problem, the problem for me, there were some more like melodic moments that, like I said... I, I guess I did say that... I, I did mention that the parts I liked were <laughs> the features. I yeah, like even if yeah. they were a little lackluster. But my problem with this is... Um, Having standout tracks on a project like this, that to me is... I understand if I... Okay, picking standout tracks for on this for me isn't like going to a restaurant and having, like, a favorite dish out of a good menu. And you're like, oh, I love this one, but they, they've got a lot of good stuff. The, the, it's, not an, it's not elevated. The bar is, is not high. P trying to pick out standout tracks on this for me was like you've been constipated for a long time and you finally take a shit and you're like amazing but then you realize your joy is coming from a turd you're literally excited about a poop and that's how I feel on this. It's just a whole lot of nonsense. And there's, if it picked out anything, I'm only enjoying it because, I don't know, it was a regular bowel movement next to impacted useless bowels. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I just, I, I don't and know. To, I, I will not listen to this again. Um, but who knows? Yeah, and I guess that also as as like squeezing out a turd, like the joy is mostly actually it being over afterwards, and you can go back to your normal life. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go eat some better yeah. music now. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I I, I don't uh, I can't really say that I feel the same. Uh, like I understand where you're coming from, mm. and some of the worst tracks on this absolutely is it, among the worst tracks that i've heard in a while like from yeah. that big of an artist um but i just i just feel like this could have been a good album if they or i don't know like if they had cut down on like basically half the tracks or something mm. like if they just cut away all the like really shouty um, aggressive tracks like yeah. he doesn't do that sound well and um if I were to rate it, I think I would give it, like, still give it a 4 to mm -hmm. 4.5 out of 10. Uh, mm -hmm. Because I do enjoy some of the beats on here. And I feel like, at his best, I do enjoy his voice and his weird, like, delivery of, of the ad-libs, like, the constant ad-libs. It, I, like, I don't, I, like, I realize that it's not 
good, mm. but it's sort of like junk food. You, it sort of like hits the spot, even though you know that it's kind this of terrible. This hit none of my spots. <laughs> none of I, my I, spots were hit by this. Um, my, I would give this uh, a two, and <sighs> number two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that wasn't planned, but. Um, yeah, I could, I could give this a two or a three. I think that I, there was not, like I said, I, my rating, I'm, I'm going from, like, listenability and, and not that it would be a higher rating if I was going for skill or quality of... But anyways, um, for me, I I just think it's a very low... It's, it's just not a good album. It's not good as an album, and if for me, anyways, it's not enjoyable music. I think the only reason... I don't say this is a one or a zero or go hyperbolic with it is, is, um, you know, giving it a two or three that gives me, I'm, I'm 28 years old now that this gives me a a boomer buffer, you know, it it won't just be like, oh, it's just, just an old head. He doesn't, he doesn't understand, uh, you know, so, so we throw this in as a boomer buffer and say, uh, for me, this is absolutely shit, but. I understand that times change, genres change, people like different sounds, and there's people who do absolutely in, in enjoy this style, um, uh, so I can understand enjoying tracks on this project, but still, as an album, it's not a great, in, in, in any sense, uh, project. So No. Yeah, and I absolutely agree with it. It's not a good album, absolutely mm-hmm. not, but I feel like it is sort of in my wheelhouse, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. I mean, like, I, I, I feel like I could yeah. enjoy it if a lot of it was different. Okay, I, I know that's, it's, Okay. It's, 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 it's a weird statement, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I could see myself enjoying the beats with another rapper on it or another yeah. singer, like, anything like that. Or if... if oh, shit, was there a rapper on this album? Uh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, but Kanye was on it. <laughs> that's such a now. Uh, but, I, but anyway, I also felt like that track was just so weird, like because uh, it, it was a it Kanye was a strange, track yeah, uh, yeah. with Playboy Cardi doing some weird, mm-hmm. random shit mm-hmm. on the end, and yeah, I don't know, it felt like a weird inclusion. But um, this is definitely, I, I probably would have rated it like a two as well if I didn't enjoy the actual style. Like I feel like this is something that I mm-hmm. could enjoy and should enjoy, but I just this style don't. done better. Because even though I'm actually older than you, I'm a bit less boomerish with mm, my music mm, taste, mm-hmm. I, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but, but, which sort of means that I listen to a lot of Gen Z uh, crap, mm. but, uh, but I, I, I do like it. Uh, what can I say? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, apparently this album is also projected to get to... Um, to be like his first number one album in the US. Yeah, um, I think I saw that it was actually. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. And but apparently like the numbers were still really weak. Um Chat says exhibit A, Petrovita's Mr. Rogers sweater. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> this sweater has a cool backstory. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, is it gonna hit it, it hit number one or is about to? Yeah, um, but it, it apparently it sold uh, 115,000 uh, units, mm. I guess, uh, first week, um, which is apparently like 
sort of similar to the future Lil Uzi Vert uh, joint album that they mm-hmm. released. Yeah. Uh, but they released it unannounced. Mm. Uh, and this was like an, like an album that people have been hyping up for almost yeah. two years. Yeah. Uh, so that so those numbers are very very weak, but I mm. think that sort of it. it I think people had people are disappointed in this album. Uh, some people will love it. Some people won't accept it being bad. So they will tell themselves that it actually is a good album. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I think he needs to. Uh, Playboy, well, Playboy Cardigan. Feels... That's that's me. That's what Chess said. said Cardi more like Cardigan. I like that. I'm oh, gonna change my name. Yeah. To Playboy Cardigan. Playboy Cardigan. It's actually a, a decent yeah, name. It's all right. No. But anyway, uh, and like Playboy Cardi as a as like the person mm. uh, is also <clears throat> um, well, it doesn't seem like the best person ever. Um, mm. Because like um, he uh, apparently um, had uh, like because he just got his first child with mm. I- Iggy Azalea. Oh yeah, <laughs> and apparently like he cheated on her. Like he had a mistress like <laughs> like when uh, when she was pregnant with uh, with their child, and they kept on like seeing each other the, the entire time, and <laughs> uh, and he missed big his, he missed this. He missed his child's first Christmas as well. Like even they were broken up, but she was still yeah. like, "You should come to your like yeah. child's first Christmas celebration." He was like, "Nah, I just released my new album instead." And he was mm-hmm. sitting on on Instagram rapping along to uh, "Stop Breathing." And like I read a comment where someone said that uh, people were writing in the chat how much they thought the song sucked, and they could see how he got disappointed and basically logged off. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if it's true, but that's what I heard, and uh, uh, I don't know. But but on the other hand, like uh, like it sucks that he's apparently not a like a great person. But I feel like Iggy Azalea, she's like 30 years old. He's 24, and he's a rapper mm-hmm. with Playboy in his name. Mm-hmm. I feel like right. I didn't see that one uh, coming. Uh, you don't want a victim blame, but you you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> kind of exactly. That, that's what I'm saying. Like. Uh, Obviously, it's not her fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in no way. But, um, yeah, she should have seen it coming. Um, um, and this kid is named Onyx. That's Oh, that's cool. cool. Hmm. You probably should avoid any, like, harder than Onyx lines, though, now, at this point. I would, I would think that would be good to, good to keep out. Um, yeah. Anything else uh, music happenings we want to talk about for M- the whole MF Doom story uh, of, of him passing away and then finding out this is actually a couple of months ago um, that his family had kept under wraps, um, which I believe is is confirmed to be true. So that he passed away like in September or something like that. Um and just nobody knew about it. He's pretty, like, notoriously, I don't know, shrouded in his, like, his personal life and stuff. Like, he's been very private anyways. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, so, Justice, who is that? MF Doom, uh, your rapper's favorite rapper, as is, as is known. Very uh, lyrical and prolific uh, rapper who's been at it for, for quite a while. 
Um, Rap raps a lot about food. Mm -hmm. He's got he's got his uh, persona with the mask, and I don't know. I don't. Know. Uh, very a very very clever writer. Is not an artist that I like latched onto a ton, so it's not a, a personal attachment for me. Um, but uh, but it's definitely definitely made waves uh, this past week in the hip hop community. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people talking about that and and uh, paying tribute in in various ways. Um, do, do, we, do we know how he died? I, I feel like I haven't read that. No, read I don't a lot think so. Actually, it's like you're, you're, yeah, the curiosity is peaked. You're always, you're always wondering, but uh, I don't think, don't think we know. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's very sad. Like he was like forty nine years yeah. old, so he wasn't, he wasn't that old. Like yeah, exactly, yeah, and. Uh, he was definitely very talented, and I I listened to him like way back when, like when mm -hmm. I was, I don't know, twenty or something. Um, it wasn't like the type of hip hop that I listened to a lot, but I still enjoyed a lot of it, like his mm. his tracks. And um, I haven't listened to him since then. Basically, I think I should do that, pay pay some tribute to, because he was he was a very good rapper and. Mm -hmm. Um, even though there was a lot of weird controversies with the, the, um, when he, uh, apparently someone else performed his track. Oh uh, yeah. With uh, his like, mat or with the mask and the, yeah, there was something yeah, with I, like Hannibal Burris, uh, that actor and comedian did, did something like as MF Doom with his mask or some shit about that. I forget though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that actually. Um, and also, um, he was also the original um, Twenty One Savage. Um, no, but the no. Uh, <laughs> what now? It, do you know what I mean? No, okay. what, the British so American he, uh, thing. Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, he, he was basically um, <laughs> the original. He was basically deported to, to the UK. Yeah. Uh, even though he like grew up in New York and uh -huh. was like a New York rap legend, yeah. basically. Uh, uh, but he got deported to a country that he had never lived in. I mean, I guess yeah, he had yeah. been there before, like on tours and stuff, but uh, he had no real connection as yeah. like what I know, and he could never go back to the U.S., uh, yeah. which is kind of sad. Is that uh, true? He was never he could never come back? I didn't know that. Uh, I think that was it. Or like at least he couldn't tour. Maybe, maybe he could huh. come back, but he couldn't live like in the U.S., and... Huh. He, he wasn't allowed to tour and i think that's one of the reasons why i actually sent like his his double uh -huh. um interesting but i'm not i'm not 100 sure yeah, on that. this is but, one of uh, those post-mortem uh, mysteries to dive into and <laughs> that i'm intrigued by right now uh any anything else Bogey says why was he deported basically uh if it's like the 21 savage situation it probably was brought here by his family when he was young and didn't basically properly have uh, a visa or a reason to, to be here. He wasn't a citizen, and it was basically later discovered and fell apart at, at that point when, you know, he was punished for having been in the country for however many decades that he had no legal tie to or citizenship. But Yeah. I think that's basically exactly what happened. I'm not <clears throat> sure if it was that. I think he was brought here as a baby, or yeah. possibly even that he was born 
in the U.S., nah, but didn't a have a birth certificate. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I, so that's uh, even yeah, more annoying because, yeah, yeah. from what I know, if he had a birth certificate, right. he would have been an American Citizen and he would you, be yeah, able yeah. to stay sure, anyway, sure. even if his parents were legal uh, legal right. immigrants. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely a, a fuck up on on the parents' part there, but uh, it's, yeah, definitely dumb. I agree with that. Huh. Uh, cool. I think that's what we what we got for you on on how to art. It's you know nine twenty eight p.m. So I don't want my neighbors to shit themselves since it's past nine. Uh, so I probably shouldn't. I'm I'm having too much fun and enjoying myself. So sometimes I talk loudly or laugh or get excited, and that could really land me in some hot water with my resident Karens. So, um, damn. <laughs> so I think the neighbors uh, suck. Yeah, they really do. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up. Three projects today we had for you. Uh, Luke Titus with Plasma. Uh, Lewis Culture with, with Smile Sound System. And uh, Playboy Cardi with Whole Lot of Red. <laughs> 